0: Anyone who listens to the show knows that there's a lot of behind-the-scenes work that goes into running an accommodations business. Whether it's a hotel or short-term rental property, preparing, maintaining, and communicating with guests and employees is the name of the game. That's where Breezeway's best-in-class property care and operations platform comes in. Their easy-to-use tools help you automate, coordinate, and communicate with guests and staff in a seamless way. Plus, Breezeway integrates with over 30 PMS and IoT devices, meaning you can easily harness data to enable your staff, make work more efficient, build better schedules, improve quality assurance, harness guest texting, provide comprehensive owner reporting, and so much more. If you're looking for an operations software platform that will make an immediate impact on your business, visit breezeway.io slash principles to learn more.
1: What we want to do is to provide more information, so more actionable, information for hoteliers to be more competitive, to be more attractive in their market. Welcome to the Proven Principles podcast, the show that deconstructs the inner workings of the hospitality industry, breaking down the tools, tips, and tricks that the world's best run hotels use every day. Here's your host, Adam Knight.
0: My guest today is Maurizio Trippi, He's the CTO of Bidroom, the first membership-based travel marketplace that aims to make the hotel industry fair for both travelers and hotels. It's not controversial to say that the hospitality technology landscape is fragmented, confusing, and likely responsible for stifling adoption of modern tools and systems at hotels today. Chief among these is the world of channel managers, revenue management, and data, or at least how data is used. This is why I was interested to talk with Maurizio. Not only is he a hospitality outsider, he's responsible for bringing true change in value to hoteliers at a company working hard to upset the status quo. Data obviously influences strategy, but we don't often discuss data ownership, whether the data points that you have are relevant and how to parse mountains of it into one coherent strategy. That's what we're trying to unpack on this episode. Now, full disclosure, for an operator, this can be a lot to get your arms around, and it gets a little in the weeds at times. But in the end, I think we bring it around in a way that adds some dimension and nuance, which is helpful for the thought process in how to approach a hotel's technology and strategy roadmap. So let's get to it. This is episode 85 of the Proven Principles podcast, Maurizio Trippi on a new approach to hospitality data. Enjoy. Maurizio, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for inviting
0: Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about Bidroom. What is the company? What's it all about? And 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 actually, what's really interesting is how you came to be a part of it. So maybe give us the whole sort of origin story, as it were.
1: So when I joined Bidroom, Bidroom was um, um, the first uh, membership-based uh, OTA in the industry. So I thought it was a, a great idea, a great product, and a great team also, uh, with a lot of potential. So I decided to join uh, the company, also because uh, the company wanted to um, expand their technology. And uh, I've been in technology uh, for many, many years. And so I decided to join this amazing team. Um, And uh, actually, after joining, we uh, we pivoted the, the strategy into this direction. So mm-hmm. today, Bidroom is more um, a travel tech company, I would say. Uh, we are much more focused on product uh, than uh, actually in uh, um, in being an OTA. Uh, so we are focusing technology. We actually created from scratch a new platform. Uh, for uh, a complete travel uh, platform uh, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, products for hoteliers uh, and for connectivity. And uh, we have a white label uh, OTA uh, so that we can uh, create multiple uh, OTAs for our uh, uh, partners. Um, so we are, I can say that we are much more focused on the on the supply side, mm-hmm. uh, so uh, in the in the company, uh, most of the inverse uh, investors are um, hoteliers or ex hoteliers, um, and uh, we have always been a lot closer to the problems that hoteliers have in the industry. There
0: are many, we know. Oh well, I'm, yeah. I mean, we God, there's so many directions we could go here. I mean, if you've got a bunch of investors that are former hoteliers and you know people that are in the industry, we, you know, the the thing that's always amazed me is the the fragmentation in the tech space in hotels. Uh, how a lot of platforms never really seem to develop or get um, get updated as times change, and it can be really hard to find the right solutions to meet the needs of your guests and the changing needs of their guests as time goes on even though we all know kind of that there's all these all these issues it's just it just seems like this huge haystack of of That's uh true. of issues right that you got to kind of pull every little strand out to try to realign um the back end and i'm curious you know from your side as an outsider, as a hospitality outsider, I'll, use, I'll put air quotes around that. Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what was your, what was surprising to you when you came into this space? What did you see?
1: Oh, I was really surprised. I was really surprised to see the, um, I mean, the lack of evolution and uh, in this industry. It's like, it was, I don't know, uh, frozen 20 years ago. <laughs> and yep. they always say, yep. wow. Is, uh, uh, there's a lot that can be done. And uh, the fragmentation lack of uh, real standards uh, was actually the, the, the problem. And also the lack of open uh, platforms. That's another, another characteristic I would say of, uh, of this industry where you see that there are PMS that are kind of closed that don't want to be integrated with other, uh, maybe with channels or with other platforms, uh, or um, where you have a lot of fragmentation in the in the distribution. So starting from the hoteliers, uh, the kind of product they have, and there is a still products that many of the products uh, in other industries, nobody would use them. Really, there are still um, sometimes they are still using desktop applications or application that you need to uh, you need to have a server with uh, IT support for managing Mm -hmm. it. So things that we are not seeing in other industry for decades probably, Um, but they are still very uh, popular in uh, in uh, in this industry. most likely because they have been uh, developed for many years. And uh, and that's true. But it's also true that uh, maybe there's been a lack of demand in the evolution of the technology of these uh, tools. So kind of the, the developers of these platforms said, OK, but if it's not the requirement from uh, our clients, why bother to uh, actually uh refactor the mm-hmm. uh, the technologies and the approaches for these products and um and probably yeah this is the kind of uh, uh of main issue and of course there are uh, so many small products that uh are in the in the industry that every uh, of them has a different uh a uh, different integration approach or different mm-hmm. services and this is and this is a problem. This is a problem yeah. for the distribution. So maybe the hoteliers um, see the as a need um, for PMS for managing their uh, hotels or their chain. And they, the first thing they look at, of course, are the requirements for these uh, PMS or CRS products that actually can meet their needs. Um, but after that, uh, they need to integrate this, uh, their systems uh, to some distribution system or to other products, so for example, for managing aspects that are not actually managed by the, uh, the PMS uh, that mm-hmm. needs some kind of external integrations. And there uh, we see uh, the, the biggest problems. So mm-hmm. all the companies that lately have been trying to innovate in this area um, in our opinion, are those that uh, can do um, can be the the next leaders uh, in the in the in this industry.
0: Yeah, and it's it's the ones that are, I suppose, addressing the issue of of the lack of innovation in the legacy providers, and it's the ones that are recognizing the problems that exist with the structure of the industry today that are trying to solve it. Uh, I guess there's sort of there's almost two paths, and maybe at some point those are going to come together. But what what's the issue that BidRoom is trying to solve? What what did you guys see that needed your attention? Well, let's
1: say we started uh, first of all looking at the distribution aspect. Uh, This is is a big pain, uh, in my my opinion, in the industry for the distribution because uh, also there we see a lot of fragmentation, a lot of small channel managers, um, or even very successful channel managers that actually provide very little support, very little quality or um, features uh, for distribution. Uh, we have been facing uh, all kinds of problems trying to create a platform, uh, a connectivity platform to integrate all different channels into one uh, single platform that can be used by, uh, by our partners or, or simply to open this kind of data. Because today, uh, everything is uh, the, the real value is about using data. Okay, if this yeah. data is difficult to reach, um, for example, we uh, we see a lot of big players that are connected to channel managers. True, in most cases they are connected to pool channel managers, and uh, pool channel managers are a uh, kind of a weird thing because yeah. they are not just channel managers; they yeah. are actually a uh, there are kind of API, OTA in form of API. Mm-hmm. Okay, so everything happens inside the channel manager. Um, let's say that you get information that is pre-baked from the channel manager. And so that means that easy to integrate with this kind of channel managers. Uh, you don't have to do much. You have a, uh, a user that makes mm-hmm. a search on your OTA, You just take the search, and you move it to the APA at the same time, and then you get back the result. So the OTA has to do very little to to actually um, integrate these channel managers. Um, The problem is that, yeah, they're moving just the problem, because now the problem about their scalability, about their quality, is all about the channel manager, because now the engine... The search engine is actually in the channel manager, mm-hmm. and this doesn't actually solve their problem because if they want to scale, we have seen we call it in the in the engineering world service level uh, objectives. So, oh, promise me to respond to my request mm-hmm. in a in a decent time. I mean, in less than a second or less right. than. Uh, one hundred milliseconds.
0: Right, and, right,
1: and we haven't seen this kind of numbers in this industry. We have been seeing uh, uh, most of the time there are no at all service level uh, service level agreements mm-hmm. because they can just cannot promise anything to you yeah. that you are a client of the PI. And we have seen um, a channel manager, top channel manager, responding in. Uh, two, three, five, six, ten seconds to our request. so mm-hmm. and you say, okay is this uh, is this 2020
0: 2022 what, what year is this <laughs> you because, just see the, the little circle you hit search and it's just just <laughs> rolling right yeah yeah I know exactly what you mean yeah And
1: consider that this problem uh, of connected to pool channel manager, uh, if you want to actually use this data to uh, provide an additional service, because the distribution it just should be just raw data, and then you can use you can apply uh, some kind of intelligence on top of this data to provide mm-hmm. additional services to uh, users, and. Um, with this kind of channel manager, it's kind of impossible. So we have some kind of uh, a few integrations with pool channel managers, but we are expanding uh, more and more channel managers that are connected in a push. Uh, Got it. In push, we get directly uh, data, uh, maybe with some lag, with some uh, delay, uh, but uh, the data that is coming directly from the PMS in terms of messages, it's pushed to us um Any data. So anytime there is, uh, I don't know, uh, booking in a room, the availability of that room is decreased, and a message is sent to us. And just to give you an idea, uh, you can get around a thousand, a thousand five hundred messages per property per day. Mm. So there's a lot every of every little
0: change. Every little every thing little would be a message, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And that's actually what we like the most, uh, because we can use this data to understand what's going on. So, how quickly uh, the hotels are selling their properties? What kind of uh, sorry—of uh, rooms? What kind of rooms they are selling fast for what dates? Uh, so, there is a lot of uh, analysis and intelligence you can build around this kind of this kind of data.
0: Yeah, and that's you bring up an interesting point here. So, so if you can get going with a push system rather than, than just going and querying and pulling data, you get, you can get more information faster. Essentially. Exactly. exactly. What, what do you do with that information? Cause you know, if you can get many thousands of messages per hotel per day, uh, is maybe all of that's relevant. Maybe it isn't, but how, ha- what, it, what happens down the chain then? So you have all of this data. What, what do you do with it? How does that affect your strategy as a hotel?
1: Let's say that first of all, we use that data uh, as operational data. So to manage actually uh, our searches on our platform and bookings and so on. That means uh, that um, we, we need to be able to ingest this, all these messages and make a sense of them and be able to uh, answer the searches for all kind of criteria, um, but in this case, uh, the 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 real search engine, the real uh, what is called the ARI store, is in our systems, and that means that we can respond uh, to as many searches as we want. Usually, pool channel managers they put a limit. They can say, mm-hmm. "Okay, you can make." Maybe 100 searches per booking, so you cannot search too much without making booking because I'm making money with bookings. So you cannot (laughs) search too much because every search is actually um, putting some kind of uh, weight on my systems. So they Mm -hmm. don't want to receive a lot of they want to receive a lot of bookings, not a lot of searches.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: When you are connected in push mode, you can manage. Uh, how many searches you want, uh, how many uh, bookings you want. Actually, Mm. more searches you get, uh, the better, because we understand what users are searching. So you can also, that's another uh, Mm. stream of data, uh, the behavior of users. And so Mm. you can understand what users are uh, interested uh, in the most in what period or what kind of uh, hotels and so on. Um, So we collect all these uh, uh, streams of data in Mm -hmm. real time. And we are building a lot of intelligence around that. So from um, analytical uh, data, and we are learning around this data. So we are understanding the, the trends What's going on in the industry, and so we can. Um, in this phase, we are actually learning. Okay, uh, so mm-hmm. we are analyzing this data. We are uh, running um, machine learning algorithms to actually develop models of what is going on in the industry and what are the trends, and what how they uh, change. Um, and with this intelligence, we are uh, creating uh, services for our hoteliers and for our partners. Mm. So that hoteliers, for example, we can provide uh, suggestions on uh, oh, how to make my money. Uh, yeah. and to, if, for example, there are um, um, other hotels that are similar to yours, and they are actually moving in their prices. They are changing their prices for specific dates. And so we can tell you, oh, look, in the industry, in your region, in your area, hotels similar to yours are doing having this behavior. Maybe you would be interested to change this behavior as well so that you can be yeah. competitive. And so we provide, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. a a different perspective uh, that is that can be actionable by hoteliers and similar yeah. services also to uh, to our partners that run otas or yeah or search Yeah engines. it seems
0: to me yeah it seems to me that the one of the biggest benefits here and you just touched on it is the revenue management piece is that you can get more information uh more more relevant information faster that can inform decisions. And so uh, this is kind of a two-part question here. Does does the platform, does Bidroom then make suggestions, and you just alluded to this, on, on how a hotel should be adjusting rates relative to what's going on in the market? Uh-huh. And And then at the same time, that's also a feature that a lot of dynamic pricing tools sell you on is that they will tell you what's going on in the market and then make suggestions and in some cases they'll make the changes for you on the fly and then you just have to approve or deny them um and i'm wondering i i suppose the, so the first question is is that a feature of Bidroom? and the second question is are you able to make suggestions uh faster better some other thing that sort of circumvents the existing dynamic pricing tools that are out there
1: that, that's a good question um we are working on it uh, so consider that we are uh, we are not just a tool that we provide to um, properties we manage our own supply so we are connected to more than uh, 60000 hotels and uh, directly contracted and we uh, we care a lot about uh, giving a service Back to these uh, uh, hotels. Um, why? Also, because we ask for uh, discounts from these hotels on the rates, uh, discounts that we give to our uh, users. Okay, so we want to provide value back to these mm-hmm. hotels. And so we developed um, what is called an extranet, so actually, uh, an application for hoteliers. Uh, first of all, I think it's one of the most user-friendly extranet in the in the industry. So uh, we have seen uh, extranets that are really not nice to use.
0: Yeah. Really, yeah. yeah. You're being <laughs> like, you're you're being kind.
1: <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> uh, so this was one of the first focus uh, we had uh, developing a really uh, user-friendly. Um, application for the hotelier to manage their property, the information, their content. And content is another topic I want to touch uh, mm-hmm. later because it is uh, another key aspect. But um, so in this platform, we are going to provide a number of uh, services, additional services. One of the services is, uh, for example, um uh, Learning platforms or discussion uh, platform, to uh, so that hoteliers can actually uh, learn about these uh, um, problems, these technology problems that we are talking about, because they these problems are affecting them directly and indirectly, and maybe mm-hmm. they, they don't realize it immediately, but it is there the problem. So they so, need to learn. They need to have access to. Uh, this kind of
0: information. You know when you see something better. You know when you see a better mousetrap. You're like, oh, our tool's terrible because they're doing it this way. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. So, and this is one of the things, the the direction we are uh, are going. And uh, uh, we will make available the kind of um, revenue, uh, let's say revenue optimization uh, suggestions. uh, We will make them available on the platform. They're not yet available uh, through this uh, application for hoteliers, uh, but that will be soon because we are refining these models and we want to be really uh, providing some kind of a value that is unique to hoteliers. We don't want to provide the kind of information they can, they can find on other uh, platforms. So we collect all the data from these, our directly contracted hotels, and uh, we want to Provide back value to them mm-hmm. as well, not just in terms of bookings. Of course, that's the key aspect, but also in uh, in, uh, in a loop of feedback that uh, can improve uh, also how they work, the decisions mm-hmm. they make, and how they can optimize their um, the management of their property. Yeah,
0: um, you you touched on content, uh, and I think that that's an important piece to talk about a little bit. Um, uh, what's what's tell me your your perspective on this what what's relevant um kind of where where do we see opportunities right now
1: yeah content is uh is really another things that I was uh really amazed to see the, how it was managed in this industry mm-hmm. uh we we have seen uh chains with thousands of properties uh sending us first Pictures that were kind of thumbnails, so yeah. low quality that were, I mean, picture is the f- number one thing that probably users, travelers use to make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> so I, before even building a room, <laughs> you should be taking amazing picture of this room, <laughs> yeah. even as a simulation, because it's that's true. the number one thing.
0: You know, what's funny on. though, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but what's funny is that since I I've been spending a lot, a lot more time in the vacation rental space and content and listing quality photos and copy writing of how a listing is put together, they, there could be, there could not possibly be two opposite perspectives within the same industry where vacation rentals spend so much time crafting a listing. And getting the right photos and and comparing it against your other competitive homes in your market and making sure that you find a way to stand out versus you, to your point hotels it's just like a, a beige room after beige room <laughs> down a uh, down a listing right with the odd one you know the odd lifestyle hotel has you know some cool lobby shot but by and large everybody's kind of doing the same thing and so I I think you bring up a good point that's actually something probably that hotels could look at the vacation rental industry uh, and and learn from
1: i I think so it's true. I, we also have seen that this uh, we are mostly focused on uh, hotels uh, we also have a lot of, of uh, uh, let's say apartments and rentals but, um, mostly in terms of maybe villas or uh, uh, higher level um, uh, properties um, but, and we have seen this difference when they want really to attract the property. Uh, travelers and um, uh, so but we have seen bad practices in the industry in the hotel industry uh they most of the time they don't know how to manage their content and when they use uh, some of the platforms that are out there there are a few some of them are so damn expensive to (laughs) and uh, also closed platforms and today, manage content, it's really cheap. It is really cheap. So we are actually going to, since we have this, uh, we collect uh, content from uh, these platforms when uh, our hotels are connected to them. And uh, so we get this content from APIs. Uh, we also have a distribution API that is a kind of uh, an interface for push channels that uh, mm-hmm. many uh, chains are connected directly to us using this uh, uh, standard interface. It is a kind of push, so they can push us everything. And this also has a content. This is one of the few uh, specifications where the push uh, as a push channels with content uh, mm-hmm. because content is key. It's really key. Mm-hmm. And um so uh, we collect data uh, from this API from this distribution from directly from the PMS, and we also have the this uh, compass application, the extranet for our hoteliers where hoteliers can manage all the content mm-hmm. and so and we collect this content and we make it available through an API and we are ready to redistribute it. So we actually have some kind of uh, um, agreement with our hoteliers, if they keep their content uh, well on our platform, we are open to distribute it freely uh, to other uh, um, other platforms. Because uh, the value of having this data, as this an content.
0: Ince- yeah, as an incentive for the hotels to exactly. create better content, rather than just exactly. giving their existing stuff to you and say, here, you... Fix our problems. You, you, it's you're creating more of a two way collaborative relationship rather than just s- sort of a one off service based approach. Exactly.
1: So yeah. as you see, we are really focusing on providing uh, um, uh, good services to our uh, to our supply to the hotels that we are connected to, and uh, um, we think that uh, by improving their side we can actually provide better services to our partners and to travelers, uh, mm-hmm. ultimately. Mm-hmm. And uh, because we need to improve this chain, this uh, from the hotel to the traveler. Yeah, And there is a lot to improve. So simplifying it, uh, it is one of the key aspects, in my opinion.
0: You brought up uh, the cost piece, and this is something that's always been in the back of my head. I mean, I know that there, are, there's a lot of money goes into, you know, to your point earlier, the hardware oftentimes required on site that even though that might be an antiquated way of doing things, that's still the way things have been done. And so a lot of time and money goes into managing that. There's staff that goes into managing that. A lot of these tools and applications, the legacy ones are very expensive and very hard to unravel uh, out of your operation. Do you think that one of the reasons why the industry hasn't moved forward in in great leaps and bounds in technology adoption and evolution is just because there's a view of this there's this cost i've got all this money tied up i want to i don't want to change to something that's maybe unknown or i have maybe i feel like i haven't gotten my values worth out of this yet so i'm going to hang on to it at all costs
1: Um. That's possible. That's kind of fear that uh, um, we have seen in other industries uh, uh, years ago when there was this clear trend to move toward the cloud systems. Uh, so I remember 20 years ago, any department wanted to have their own uh, Mini computer or mainframe or whatever in their department with their data, and so that they have control on it. Um, That's actually not true. It's just (laughs) a cost. It's just a a cost (laughs) and a problem. Uh,
0: I I have I've been in those those rooms, you know, in the not too distant past, uh, where people still say the same thing. You know, there's reluctance to move to the cloud today in a lot of applications because you want to retain control over your own little kingdom.
1: And I mean, it's actually uh, just uh, a, a wrong perception, uh, because you can actually have better control of your data if it's in the cloud. Uh, now the system are so, um, so modern and used for any kind of application, and uh, everything should be used in the cloud. I, i really don't see a point in having your your mainframe or your servers in, uh, in your basement and yeah. just having yeah. problems uh, updating them and managing them and uh, when they're they broke so um, this i can understand this kind of reluctance uh, but it doesn't make any sense today uh, mm-hmm. So we um, we need to help also, I think, um, hotels uh, to uh, to move uh, into this direction. And we have seen that there are more modern uh, uh, systems for hoteliers, uh, uh, that they are getting more and more use in the industry, that are fully adopted this approach. They are much more open. They make their uh, API open uh, publicly available where everybody can make an integration and this is the kind of direction that we uh, we want to follow we want to actually um uh, uh, to see more in the industry mm-hmm. this is the direction and um yeah so yeah. there's a lot to yeah. do yeah
0: a lot to do, a lot to do. <laughs> you, the uh, there's something that we touched on when we spoke before recording uh, a little while back, where we talked about uh, data points and statistics and what the relevant data points are, or, or not even data points, relevant KPIs as to how well uh, a hotel is performing, and the typical ones have always been occupancy rate, rev par, you know, GOP. Noi, however you define it, those are market share index. Your, you know the, you know what your what your star um, uh, repart index is. Those are those are pretty typical. Um, how are you guys looking at KPIs for hotels? Um, and is there is there a better way to be looking at at some of these that maybe give I want to be careful in asking this question because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you don't take occupancy to the bank, you know, you take, you take NOI to the bank, right? So, I mean, you can put as many vanity metrics in front of any piece of data you want to pat yourself on the back to to say you're doing a good job. But I think that we've struggled as an industry to figure out how do we measure success in this new world, especially over the last two years and how things are going to now evolve. Um, I, are you guys looking at this a little bit differently, and and if so, how can listeners maybe start to shift their focus a little bit on on how they evaluate the success of their business, whether they're using BidRoom or not?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, this is um, this is a very good topic. Uh, in the end, um, what we. Uh, um, what we want to do is to provide more information, so more uh, um, actionable information for hoteliers to be more competitive, to be more attractive uh, in their um, uh, in their market. And I think this is the first uh, elements that make them more successful and, uh, they have, and for having uh, travelers uh, going back to, to the hotel to the to that property, and this is the first element. We recognize also that uh, um, in the industry, it's not really uh, always simple to uh, to manage this, uh, um, um, these aspects of uh, how. Um, uh, how revenues are managed. How what does it mean to really have a successful? Uh, because there is a short-term success and long-term success. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. th- this season or this year can go very well, but are all the travelers that uh, came this year going to come back next year or next time right. they are in town? Or uh, so how is going to be the hotel uh, in two three? Ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that is uh, uh, has to be managed. Okay, so you can manage with price. You can manage with the kind of service you provide. You can manage these aspects also with uh, aspects that are more uh, long term, like for example the value or that is perceived by the by the traveler uh, or the kind of uh, hospitality or the kind of service or so these aspects are key. Also, the fact that they, the traveler, feel that um, he or she has been treated very well, mm-hmm. that it was a good deal to stay there. And yeah. they remember we got a good deal staying there. It's not that they get a deal and then they discover that it was not a good deal. Maybe they went when yeah. they're back. So these are long term. Things. And we think that by providing information, providing information to hoteliers is uh, uh, the best way uh, to measure their success compared to others, because everything is relative, and also also their success uh, is relative to other hotels, other um, uh, properties that are around in the same category or in uh, um, in the same region. So. Mm-hmm these things have to be measured what was okay today maybe uh, it's not okay uh, in in a year because the market changed so this is the kind of uh, uh, aggregated information that we want to provide to alliers to understand where the market is going
0: mm-hmm. yeah um, what what are some of those different kpis that are Provided through BidRoom that might inform long-term decisions about a hotel, over and above occupancy rate, revpar, that kind of stuff, the traditional stuff.
1: Uh, as, as as I told you before, I cannot. Uh, we are not providing yet this kind of information because ah, okay. we are developing uh, new models. So we want to really to be. To give some outstanding uh, data that is not uh, yet available uh, on the market, so we are developing these models uh, with the data that we are um, m- receiving and managing now. It's on the uh, roadmap. So, yes, it is in our roadmap, and this is one of the uh, our key uh, objective that we want to uh, provide in the platform. Yeah. Uh, What we are providing now, it is uh, a simple way to um, uh, distribute, to connect with us, uh, to manage their property, their content, uh, and uh, manage their bookings uh, uh, in a very transparent way. We don't, uh, for example, we provide all the data that we receive from from the guest, uh, from the OTA, we give it directly to the hoteliers we don't block any kind of information we don't want to retain uh, travelers we believe that uh the traveler belongs to the uh to the hospitality uh, uh property where for the property where he's staying so uh we don't want to uh, uh we want to be transparent and i like
0: that i like that yeah because a lot of a lot of companies uh, they say they own the data the hotel actually never gets it and that's, exactly. that's a really important piece right
1: another aspect we are uh, been working a lot is uh, to provide additional value to our uh, partners um, from the demand side and um, we do this by providing uh, a platform that where the um, not just uh discounts are managed but uh, we all the aspects that regard to uh, extra benefits. So extra value that uh, uh, travelers can get in, uh, uh, in a property. And uh, so uh, every traveler and our partners know that um, the properties that are in our platform provide better pricing to closed user groups. And we are focusing a lot on closed user groups because uh, this was the, uh, um, let's say the initial uh, perspective that we wanted to um, to manage to uh, where we can provide better pricing but also better um, extra uh, extras and benefits for travelers mm-hmm. uh, so we have in our platform um, uh, tools to manage this uh, uh, the value and all the kind of benefits that hoteliers can have that they want to uh, give to uh, their um, their uh, guests and uh, so we are focusing on this aspect so we want to understand how we can provide the best value to travelers mm-hmm. so that when um our partners companies that are maybe outside of the this industry maybe they are in fintech or uh, or traveling um they build uh, they connect to our APIs or they use one of our uh, white-label um, OTAs, uh, they know that they are providing it to their members the best possible value in terms mm-hmm. of discount, in terms of uh, extra benefits, and uh, and so on. So yeah. this is the, the key aspect. And um, in doing this, we try to actually connect uh, what the supply can do, and uh, with uh, what the uh, demand is uh, looking for, uh, so the best value. And uh, we are in the middle, but and we retain very, uh, very little because we believe that it is, um, it is now the time for transparency here, and it has to be clear what um, the uh, supply can provide to to the to the demand. And it has to be very transparent. Uh, in the past, we had—we uh, all know—that we had uh, very bad, uh, let's say, uh, practices. Uh, with a lack of transparency. Uh, they, they, hotels did you know how their uh, offers were actually used and how? And uh, this is not good. So we want to be really transparent about that.
0: This is a, this is a deep well. Uh, there's a, (laughs) there's a lot to consider through this entire conversation here, but I think at the end of the day, if there's a better tool out there to help hoteliers address what's going on in the industry today and push their, the, the information that they get and the technology that they use forward in a non, um, Threatening is the wrong word, but in an approachable way, an approachable, manageable way. Uh, it's definitely something that that uh, hoteliers should be looking at. I uh, I appreciate you coming on, Mauricio, to give us a, a sense of what's going on over at Bidroom. If anybody wants to learn anything more about the, the company uh, yourself, where should they go?
1: I mean, uh, we are going to open uh, this uh, learning platform. We have There are also links on our website, um, bidroom.com, where you can reach uh, the, our platform that is called yougo.travel. And uh, uh, there are a lot of information that you can learn on, uh, on our blogs, on our, on our platform, also learning uh, pages where uh, uh, we can get a better sense of what of what is going on, what is the also uh, the next steps in the industry. We, we also believe in one thing, just one uh, last topic, is that um, this kind of because of this bad practice that we have seen in the past um, now uh, hoteliers are a bit scared of providing of, of opening up to platforms and they don't know how their data is used, how they're offering how, who is selling their, uh, uh, their rooms and that I understand that perspective, but we think that if we provide transparency and that they know what's going on, they can be a lot more open and we can simplify the process uh, of distributing uh, um, rooms and availabilities on multiple platforms. If some rules are respected and it is transparent and they get all the data about the travelers,
0: this can be done. It's like the. The Holy Grail. <laughs> That's what we are what we've been <laughs> wanting. is what we've been wanting forever. Um, <clears throat> so this was a, a really good conversation. I appreciate you shedding some light on what is uh, what is a very confusing um, topic for a, a lot of operators who are just in the weeds day to day, just trying to keep the doors open and guests coming in. This is uh, this hopefully helps people elevate their operations to another level. So, thanks again for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was my episode with Maurizio Trippi. You can learn more about him and Bidroom at bidroom.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show this week. If you're not a subscriber to the podcast, please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For past episodes or to get in touch with us, just go to the provenprinciplespodcast.com And if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at theprovenprinciplespodcast, or you can find us on LinkedIn. I'm Adam Knight, and you've been listening to the Proven Principles Podcast. Until next time.